Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. <laughs> That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yimby's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know, that's right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B. So you missed something tonight on After Midnight with Granger Smith. No worries. We got you covered. Welcome to the After Midnight Podcast with Granger Smith. On January 24th, 76-year-old Marion Rott was taken out the trash when she lost her balance and fell into an icy creek in her yard. The Union Center, Wisconsin woman crawled out of the freezing water and was laying in the snow for about 45 minutes until UPS driver Patrick Shore came to her to drop off a package. When Patrick heard the cries for help, he rushed to her aid, carried her to her garage, and stayed with her until first responders arrived a short while later. Now, Marion is crediting Patrick with saving her life. I was so thankful he came when he did, Marion said. I would have been dead. I would have died right then and there. But Patrick says that the UPS drivers do more for the community than just deliver packages, and he plans to keep up with Marion saying, she's not just a customer, she's now a friend. And with that, all you delivery drivers out there, we say thank you. It's time for Earl Dibbles and Dumb Criminals. I'm Earl Dibbles Jr. I'm a country boy. I'm an honest boy, too, and crime don't pay. I got a story to prove it. There's this fella that was convicted of robbery in South Jersey because of a beer bottle. Yeah, he was convicted of robbing a bank, but while he was picking up the $600 in cash he dropped on the floor, a Corona Light beer bottle fell out of his pocket. That bottle gave police a DNA sample they needed to connect Courtney Bell of the robbery. How dumb is that? Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight with Granger Smith. A lot of news going around this week about that balloon from China floating slowly eight miles an hour ground speed over the United States, the entire North American continent, and then finally shot down by an F-22 off the coast of South Carolina. So I asked you guys last night, is this something we should be worried about? Uh, Is this something we should take lightly? Is this something that we should take very seriously? What are your thoughts after midnight listeners call me 866-607-8383. Let's take a call right now. What did Japan do when they first struck Pearl Harbor? They sent somebody over to take photos of the harbor to where they knew where all of our ships and everything was positioned. When they struck the Arizona, they blocked the bay, leaving less than 200 souls on board to die. Who's to say that China is not doing the same thing with this big white balloon? Who's to say that they're not taking photos of certain areas of our country 
to establish where certain missile silos or stuff, stuff like that would be located. Who's to say that that's not their targets? Shooting down the balloon? Yeah, they invaded our airspace, so we had every right to do so. Just food for thought. Yeah, you know, I was a history major in college, and I focused on World War II. I, I love World War II. I love to talk about it. I love to examine it and study it. And, uh, of course, Pearl Harbor is a major event in World War II, and we know now everything that happened leading up to that and, and the aftermath of it, besides what our government knew. We still don't know exactly what they knew ahead of time. So... What does our government know now about this balloon, and what is the aftermath of this balloon? Is this nothing more than a weather experiment, as they say now? Or is this leading up to something? Or are they taking pictures of something? Surely not, caller. This, this is a, an attack. You wouldn't think that, right? You we would hope this isn't about some kind of planning for an attack. Taking your calls tonight about this Chinese weather balloon, 866-607-8383. Caller, you're on After Midnight. Yeah, the uh, Chinese balloon is part of a bigger picture, and a lot of issues going on tied in with that. It is very serious, and I don't think we know how serious yet until um, more happens. Yeah, caller, I agree. My, my opinion is the same as yours. This is very serious. And we're not going to totally know, maybe not ever, what this really means. Taking another call about this Chinese balloon. What concerns me is why our government waited so long to shoot it down. Why did it have to go all the way across the U.S. before they considered shooting it down? Are they in cahoots? Did they want it to go all the way over? That's my question for everyone. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, the report came back that President Biden did not want uh, casualties on the ground because of the fallout from the sky. 56,000 feet or something like that would be tremendous fallout. So they wanted to wait till it got over the ocean. Then I read a separate report that Biden wanted to shoot it down around Montana, but then was advised by other people that there might be fallout if he shoots it down. They should wait till it got to the coast. But then it comes back to what the caller just asked. Why didn't they shoot it down earlier? Why didn't they shoot it down before it even entered the continental United States airspace? It's interesting because as we talk on this show about UFOs, people are so quick to say nothing gets into our airspace, right? So when you see a, a strange light in the sky, you think that has to be an alien because nothing gets into our airspace except apparently balloons that travel at high altitudes at eight miles an hour ground speed, right? Why did they let it go all the way across? These are things that we will just never know. The other question I have is, do you know that, that we only know about this because a civilian spotted it in the sky above Montana? Obviously, the government knew long before someone saw it with their own eyes and thought it was a refraction of the moon. Taking your calls about this crazy Chinese balloon. Hey, about the balloon, I think that a lot of people are not looking at the path of the balloon and what was it looking at. I mean, the path of the balloon went over several of our military installations and, um, you know, went over you know areas of the country with highly secret technology and stuff like that and we just let it keep on float instead of shooting it down the minute it crossed into our airspace i mean we have military sitting in alaska and we 
don't let any Russian planes or anything like that come into our airspace or even within a certain, you know, range of our airspace, but we let a balloon just float across our country that could have been carrying anything. Are we just going to take the Chinese at their word? I mean, we wouldn't take the Russians at their word or the Cubans by their word or anybody else by their word. But yeah, let's, uh, our biggest adversary, let's just listen to them. Totally hear you. And I'm totally with you. And I think a lot of people recognize that there are crazy missile installations somewhere out there in those mountains, uh, ones that we don't even know about. And the answer to your question about why did we let it go there and why did, why did we not shoot it down? I think the answer is we don't know, but someone does. Someone does. None of this is an accident. None of this is a surprise. Call me. What are your thoughts about this strange Chinese balloon? 866-607-8383. We're after midnight. Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight with Granger Smith. We've been talking a lot lately about the weather and whether or not the government can control the weather or manipulate the weather or change the weather or cloud seed, make it rain, make it not rain. Some people call in just adamant that there's no way humans can affect the weather whatsoever. And then we have other people calling in saying, no, they're actually part of government programs that cloud seed, that actually make rain happen or not happen. So then the question comes up, what about this drought in California, in Texas, in Arizona? If there is such a big drought and governments can control the weather, why don't they replenish this groundwater? Taking your calls, 866-607-8383. Taking the first call right now. The drought's not over. You have to replenish the groundwater from when the drought started in California. It was about 40 years ago. You'll never do that because we're drinking the same water the dinosaurs were drinking. Difference being, dinosaurs didn't have golf courses, swimming pools, and lawns. You'll never end this drought. Yes, I I believe that there are scientific studies to prove that dinosaurs did not have swimming pools. You are correct, sir. But yeah, I I agree. Water scarcity is uh, going to be a serious issue as we move further into the future. And can governments help supplement that by weather manipulation, by weather engineering? Uh, A lot of people say, no, God only controls the weather. Hey, for the record, I believe in a sovereign God. I also believe in the dominion of mankind over this earth. And why would we not try, if we could, manipulate the weather? Taking your calls, 866-607-8383. What are your thoughts about this? Hey, Granger, Matt, South Carolina. And with this weather thing, man, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, God, he gave man dominion over the earth. And we are crazy to think that people are not trying to manipulate the weather. Um, It is just, it's a way of man to try and supersede what God is doing. Um, That being said, he, whatever we do, we do under his sovereignty and under his permission. Um, But this is a great conversation, man. Thank you. Yes, Matt, totally. I I agree. Thank you for listening. And shout out to South Carolina, the, uh, the balloon killer state. What are your thoughts about this whole weather manipulation? Call me 866-607-8383. If China could take a balloon all the way across the United States, 
can they also manipulate the weather? Yes, as in the uh, weather, I think there's three sides. There is, they can't control the weather, or they can, and then there's the altering the weather. So cloud seeding to me is altering and hoping that it works. It's like if you plant seeds in the ground, you may get them toward, you may not get it to all come up. So seeding in the clouds is the same way. It's only a 50-50 chance that it might work. And that's just altering. It's not changing the weather or controlling the weather. I don't believe you can control the weather. You can alter it for a short period of time and hope that it works, but no control. Hey, excellent point there, caller. And thank you for that. Thank you for the clarification. And admittedly, I use the word weather controlling, controlling the weather. I use that in a clickbaity type way for this show. But but you're correct. Cloud seeding is I love how you you did the analogy of actually planting seeds in the ground. You just hope that it works. You hope that it comes up. Now, here's what I want to question with you. You say 50%. Now, I'm not a horticulturist, but I do have a greenhouse and I do like to grow things. And it's got a little bit better odds than 50%. So where are we with this cloud seeding and making it rain or making the rain hold off as we heard about in the Beijing Olympics It's got to be better than 50%, right? Continuing this conversation about weather altering, 866-607-8383. We're after midnight. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. You're up after midnight with Granger Smith. A pest control company in California got a surprise when they cut open the walls of a home Over 700 pounds of acorns were inside the walls of the home. The company says that a woodpecker was making holes in the wall to store food. They've now added vinyl siding to the house to make it more difficult for the bird to use the home as storage. So I'm wondering, wouldn't the first clue be the holes, probably thousands of them, in the side of the house? This day in history on After Midnight. On this day, February 7th, 1904, the Great Baltimore Fire began. 1964, the Beatles arrived in New York. 1974, Mel Brooks' Western spoof Blazing Saddles premiered at a drive-in in Burbank. 1984, a Navy captain became the first human to perform an untethered spacewalk. 1985, the song New York, New York officially became the anthem of New York City. 2002, President George W. Bush announced plans for faith-based initiatives. Some famous birthdays include actor Ashton Kutcher, NBA star Steve Nash, comedian Chris Rock, superstar Garth Brooks, author Charles Dickens, and John Deere. Those are just a few things that went down on this day in history. Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight with Granger Smith. Just my opinion, but I don't think this would be a good overnight radio show if we didn't take a break every now and then to talk about UFOs, unidentified flying objects, the night sky laid out in front of us like a blanket of stars, and one thing catches your eye. It's some kind of light or glow moving fast or moving slower or no sound to it. And we on the third shift probably see more of those than other people. Taking your calls again about your evidence that you have seen sometime in your life 
Call me, 866-607-8383. Talking about UFOs. Probably when I was like five or six in Eastridge, Tennessee, I remember in the early 90s, I remember clear as day. It was a core memory. It was one of those moments that you know, that you know, that you know what you just seen, that you just seen what you know, and that you know what you just seen. Um, it was like an, uh, an aircraft with lights around it. It came down, it hovered for a little bit off in the distance, and then just disappeared. But it was just one of those moments that I knew I'd just seen a UFO. Well, you sound pretty confident, and I believe you're sincere, and I believe that you saw something. So then my question, typically on After Midnight is, but was it an alien? Or was it some kind of high-tech aircraft? Some kind of secret military project? Hey, we know from the news that China could float a balloon all the way across America at 8 miles an hour. And apparently no one really cares. It goes across the entire continental North America. So could they also get some kind of secret military aircraft or one of ours in front of you? It's just a question I have. I am skeptical. Call me. Do you have a story? Share with me about a UFO. 866-607-8383. One night, me and a couple buddies was driving down the road. It was real dark out in the country. And all of a sudden, we see this big old shining light. Turns out it was just a harvester. Scripts crap out of us for no reason. Hey, hey, buddy. It's never just a harvester. That's a very important piece of farming machinery. Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight. With Granger Smith. Late at night, a lot of you listeners right now driving, making deliveries. Maybe you're in a truck or a car or a van, or maybe you're working in an emergency vehicle and you have a big windshield and you got some time and you're staring out and you see things up in the sky that don't look normal. Things that you have to question. Is it a satellite? Is that some kind of aircraft? Is that some kind of secret military plane? Is that an alien? These are questions that we have a lot of times by ourselves, sitting alone in the middle of the night with no one else to talk to. But then you got me. I'm here to talk about it with you. 866-607-8383. Let me hear your UFO stories. Taking a call right now. Ten plus years ago, I was on a dock up here in upstate New York and watching this star. And the star was sitting still. And all of a sudden, it moved really fast across the sky. I swear, it was like a UFO or something. Thanks for letting me call. Have a good day. So let me ask you this. Did that star that moved, did it look like a balloon? Taking your calls about things you see in the night sky, UFOs, what are they? Share with me. Taking another call right now. This is a firefighter from Southern California. Myself and four of my buddies were out elk hunting in New Mexico a couple of years back. And we spent five minutes looking at these things in the sky. One of them come down as high as 50 feet from our camp. Our cell phones didn't work at that time. We couldn't get any signal for anything and they wouldn't even take a picture. So UFOs are real. I've seen them, and three of my buddies have seen them up close. Interesting. They, I'm wondering why your phone couldn't take a picture. I understand no cell service, and I hope you got a big bull elk. 
But I'm wondering why your phone couldn't actually take a picture. Have you thought more about that? Have you Googled something like that? Something that could jam your phone camera? Interesting. It's, it's crazy that we live in a world now where everyone has a camera in their pocket at all times. And there's cameras, there's street cameras, there's, there's security cameras everywhere. It makes it much harder for aliens or UFOs of any kind to hide, right? Call me. Do you have a story about something you caught on camera or maybe something on your phone? 866-607-8383. Take in another call right now. My security camera took a very clear picture of an alien being holding its arms out to keep our truck from hitting it in my driveway. It would have been pinned between a pod storage unit and the front of the truck. Normally we back in this night or early morning. We happen to pull in straight and it's, there's nobody seen the picture that doubts one bit what it is. But the flying things that don't know about just one's on the ground. Okay, I, I didn't catch everything that you said. You're kind of breaking up there, but... I believe you say you have a picture of an alien on your phone. And all of us right now and after midnight are saying, post it. Put it on Instagram. Tag after midnight Granger Smith. We're going to repost this security camera alien picture. And then we'll all see for ourselves. We're after midnight. After midnight with Granger Smith. Heard on more than 200 radio stations nationwide and all over the world on the free iHeartRadio app. Hit up aftermidnight.com to find a radio station near you. And make sure and follow us on Instagram at After Midnight Granger Smith. Thanks for listening to the After Midnight Podcast. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, but when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app.